What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the K9 Party and Friends podcast. Um, I'm staying on schedule. This is only the second week, but I really, I really do want to keep this at least to the weekly schedule that I originally had planned when I first started this podcast. Technically, the podcast is a couple years old, but as far as it being consistent, obviously it's not there. You know that better than I do. Uh, for my handful of loyal listeners, um, thank you for sticking around. I do have a couple new listeners that I've met through my uh, my streaming on Twitch, um, and uh, that's pretty much as far as I've gone with it. Um, so yeah, I did uh, start streaming on Twitch again, and I've been uh, a little more prevalent with it. Thankfully, right now, uh, coming on the tail end of COVID and me working in medicine myself, as you know, the medicine... And the job itself and, and everything coming along with it, uh, along with the pandemic, has slowed down. Um, so I have a little bit more time on my hands. Uh, the hope is that, um, thankfully, working with Anchor, uh, you've heard the ad. Uh, those of you who listen to these podcasts, you've heard the ad a handful of times. With Anchor, it's actually really easy to do this. Um, I can, And if I happen to be on location or traveling with work or, or something, I can actually still record these episodes. Although it's a bit more... It's a bit more uh, annoying to record them and, and put these episodes together over my phone. I'd much rather be at home on my computer doing this. Um, and not to mention, I have a much better, higher quality microphone at home to record these episodes. So, yeah, hopefully this keeps up. And if I find a good, you know, if I find a good travel uh, microphone, a, a good brand that I can still easily lug around, then that'd be great. Um, I, I have my current microphone. Uh, at home and it sounds amazing and it's really easy to record with um and of course i'm, I'm not going to say the brand or nothing so far they uh you know they haven't they haven't paid me they, there's really there's no sponsorship there but at the same time i feel like i'm going to go with this brand again uh to find a more a smaller uh, uh easier to kind of lug around microphone this one isn't necessarily big it's it, but it's heavier you know and it's and at the same time i don't want to bring this around with me everywhere and risk uh damaging it or anything like that so that being said i'm i'm in the market for a new microphone and a new boom stand this morning i was going to uh i was setting up to get my stream going and um the the boom stand that i had is uh is it's i had to it's one of those like spring loaded ones that kind of retracts upon itself uh to kind of keep it you know keep it level and I had to tighten down the wing nut on it, and unfortunately, it was uh, it finally had been tightened down a little too much, and uh, the wing nut itself broke off. So now the stand is pretty much worthless. So I know that there's a much better stand that I've been looking at that I want to use, but thankfully, I can still stream on my computer and I can still record these these podcasts just fine uh, with this setup. Um, it's just the stand was nice to have because so it's for when I'm when I'm streaming from my Xbox on Twitch. So anyway. Uh, we got some good stuff to talk about for this podcast, uh, some cool subjects coming along. Once again, more from uh, Twitch inspiration, uh, Twitch streamer inspiration uh, that covered a few different things that honestly is good for not only your personal life uh, and kind of how you carry yourself out, but uh, also if you happen to be a person in the limelight or someone who works in, you know, uh, in some kind of um, influential, you know, stage, if you will. So stick around and uh, we'll get this one started.
Alright, so something I want to start out with. Um, um, kind of going off what we what we talked about last week. You know, it, it's, it's difficult to kind of uh, come up with uh, different ideas. And, you know, a lot of times when I go into these podcasts, I really have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Um, I know the podcast started out originally. <clears throat> the idea was to get, you know, uh, gaming news and Twitch. And I'm still getting my inspiration from YouTubers and, and you know, the, the conversations and things that I see and hear with uh, different Twitch streamers, and I'm also I also uh, tend to game a lot with with a, a streamer, and uh, the conversations that come up are are insane. Um, and my personality here on the podcast is I'm, I'm it's it's very different from how I am on my at least when I'm on the you know stream when I'm really into the game. Uh, we don't play super competitive games as far as like first person shooters. Uh, every once in a blue moon, we'll come out with that. But uh, lately, we've been playing a lot of the crew too, um, racing games, and I, I, I mean, I love racing games. Um, I'm actually excited for Horizon Five, Forza Horizon Five to come out. I've, I've loved the Horizon series. I've loved the Forza series since the beginning. You know, I, I talked about in the previous podcast when I first discovered Forza on the original Xbox years and years and years ago. But now we have the Horizon series that comes out, and uh, Horizon Five is just around the corner, so that's exciting. Uh, there are a couple other exciting games coming out that uh, we've been talking about, but recently we've been really deep into uh, The Crew 2, um, and we are working in the Live Summits, which is really cool. The online community is still very much alive. Uh, Ubisoft has done really great, um, a really good job at keeping the online community alive and keeping it feeling like you know it's actually you know still a living world, you know? So we were, all of us that play together in the uh, in Mafia stream, we're fortunate enough, we all made platinum, and, and we did really good, we're all happy about that, and we took a little fun road trip and flexed our, we, we got the, there was a Porsche uh, GT4, uh, you know, Roadster or whatever that we got, and we all had fun, flexed it, you know, and then now we're working on that. So the, we're working on the next, the current summit, so we're having a lot of fun with that. Um, so that gets really competitive. So... The big thing is the difference in um, my personality on these podcasts or even in my own streams uh, versus those where I'm playing with other people and I'm competitive and I, 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 you know, or something as simple as like I'm competitive to myself even to a certain extent where if I make a dumb mistake and I run into a tree uh, when I'm, you know, driving on, on the, the game. And I get really irritated, especially in some of these races where like a simple mistake could really ruin your entire, the entire possibility of you even like coming in like second or third or, or definitely not even first. Um, but in the end, I learned a long time ago, uh, years you know when I when I was younger, I learned to not really you know learn to trust yourself more, you know not really worry about what other people are thinking. Realize that you're not going to make everybody happy, and I know a lot of people have talked about this, and it's such a it's such a common thing to cover in any kind of like you know a, a adult talking to like a younger audience kind of thing. Um, but you know, it, and it comes with experience, and you hear this from people who have a lot more experience than I do. You know, I grew up, um, I, I said and did a lot of dumb things that were at the time were embarrassing, and even now looking back on them, you could see them as embarrassing situations. But the reason why situations like those are so embarrassing is because you worry about what other people are going to think about you if they were to see or hear that. Um, you know, I'm at a point where I don't have... The way I carry myself is, isn't 
you know, you obviously got to be careful in some aspects and what you talk about. But as long as your your own personality doesn't lie in those like dark areas of opinions, then you're pretty safe. You know, if you're gonna say something off the cuff, uh, something really messed up, uh, or or something that would otherwise be insulting to certain people. You know, that's something that is already kind of in the back of your mind. And it's a matter of building a habit of not having that in you. And it's, it's also about who, you ha- who you're hanging around with, you know, the kind of people that you surround yourself with. You, on the surface, might not necessarily be a prejudiced person. Um, and I like to think that most people aren't. And I really believe that most people aren't. I've been fortunate in my life to be surrounded by a lot of very accepting people who they have obviously the capacity to hate things to uh, not agree with everything which makes you an individual uh, being able to disagree with something or someone um, but not having any real prejudice towards that you know being able to disagree with something as an adult uh, because you have your own beliefs and your own morals is very different from disagreeing with someone and having a hate behind it you know Um, like you know racism uh, or or you know like, like homophobia uh, transphobia or uh, religious, you know, religious prejudice, things like that. If you disagree with someone on their life choices or, or what something that they say, and be, but just because you have your own experiences to kind of back that up, the reason why you're disagreeing with them, then then that's perfectly fine. But if you want to disagree with someone's religion or someone's uh, you know life choices in general, just because you just don't like that group of people then that is where that's where the immaturity comes into it um and then in turn you start getting those kind of thoughts in your head and that thought process comes out in your knee-jerk reactions and that is that is where you can definitely start losing you know respect in a lot of different circles you can be you could i mean i don't want to say you could be an angry individual you could be uh, competitive uh self self-judging maybe maybe self I don't want to say self-deprecating because that's not what you want to be. Um, there's, uh, I, I mean, you, you're more than welcome to judge yourself, but don't judge yourself based on what you think other people want from you, right? Uh, you know, judge yourself based on what you want from yourself. You know, like if you grew up wanting to be a doctor or wanting to be an actor or a singer or uh, you know, a plumber. Um, you know, so you wanted to work in, in uh, you know, vocational jobs, uh, a trade, or you wanted to be uh, maybe a philosopher. Who knows? Um, but those are your, those are, those, it takes having to judge yourself and where you're at and what needs to happen for you to get to where you want to be. Whether it's still pursuing a dream you have had as a child or as you got older and you realize that maybe you, you had different interests than in what you thought or... Uh, maybe the process uh, of getting to where you wanted to be wasn't as fun or as exciting, or maybe you are in that dream job that you've always wanted, but you're finding that maybe it's not all as cracked up to be. Uh, whether it be a, a dream job that you had or a logical job, where uh, you know being a doctor is hard work, you know being a doctor is a lot of people's dreams, and we all know that being a doctor is not for everybody. But say you you did make it through all that stuff. You are a doctor. You you are you have a, a successful career and or even a private practice or whatever. But the more you work with it, the more you realize in that it's not all it's cracked up to be. You wanted to be this this someone you know someone that 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 you as a child could look up to. Uh, that whether it's uh, you know being able to 
be you know financially responsible or financially free i should say uh support yourself and your family not have to worry about the big things or i i mean i've worked uh working in medicine i've met someone who got their practicing license as a pa originally so they would know what to do to kind of take care of their family uh if their kids were sick or if their wife was sick or something like that and it was apparent that obviously he did the job and he worked as a pa in order to support his family and he was a good pa uh he was a amazing guy to work with and i i really enjoyed it and to this day i he's one of my favorite uh one of my favorite providers that i've ever worked with um the unfortunate part is he didn't necessarily really enjoy the job he he grew up in the country you know uh working rural jobs you know working harvest all that stuff uh grew up with the school got his master's and now is working in medicine and even though he did it to be able to uh, take care of his family and keep his family healthy he's he's seeing this as just a job and it's just a way to pay the bills um and if that's what it takes you know there's some people where they just they go to work because they have to um but it's uh it's it's a really important quote that i love repeating to a lot of people uh in my in my real life really is that a man who enjoys his job will never work a day in his life and of course the same turnover a woman who enjoys her job will never work a day in his life a person who enjoys their job will never work a day in their life and what that means is if you go to work and you see it as a grind or as a job or as a means to put food on the table then you're not going to be happy. You're not going to enjoy going to that work. The you know going to work should feel like just a, another thing you do throughout your day. You know it's just you know, you're you're it's just you wake up you know you you have a bowl of cereal whatever chill you know and then you go hang out at this place for a little bit do that you know it should you shouldn't wake up dreading going to work. And I've had jobs like that even even though I finally got into medicine and I'm I'm finally you know I got had all the opportunities that I've had. I still there are some there were some jobs where I woke up just dreading going to work, and then but at the same time I've had jobs where I wake up and I'm excited to go to work every day. I wake up and I just enjoy the work that I do. I enjoy the atmosphere. I enjoy you know just the building, the people. Uh, I, I enjoy what I'm allowed to do, what I'm able to do, uh, and what I'm able to learn too. Uh, that's something that I've really enjoyed uh, from working in medicine. So in the end, what it comes down to is. Well, learning to trust yourself really has a lot to do with, I mean, not judging yourself too harshly. Too, uh, too harshly. Uh, so trust yourself more. Don't worry about upsetting people. Obviously, within reason. You know, people are always gonna judge you. Uh, and those people who, the people who judge you for the things that you say or do, really, it's it's an issue with you know, it's an issue with themselves. Like if someone's angry towards you or angry at you or just in general you find that every day they just kind of look down on you and treat you like garbage that's really a, a, a something within themselves that they need to address you know no people are going to treat you based on how they feel right if someone wakes up on the wrong side of the bed and they just treat everybody like garbage that day you can't take that personally you can't take anything personally and at the same time even when someone pays you a compliment sure you can appreciate it you can show appreciation to them you can be all you're all, all the more able to say, hey, thank you for saying that, or, oh, that means a lot, oh, that's oh, that's nice of you, whatever, but you can't let that go to you, and then end up putting yourself in these emotional roller coasters up and down, where you have that compliment that brings you up in the clouds, but then that one guy who just is having the worst day of his, of his month or his year, maybe the worst day of his life, 
is just it hates everybody and he is just treating you like garbage and you feel good you feel proud for for whatever reason you feel proud for something that you did and this guy comes up and just just says something or does something or whatever that just ruins your day and it's not that he like like seeked you out just to ruin your day and say his day was going garbage so he didn't care about what other people were going through he didn't care about what his actions and what he said and did were going to how they were going to affect other people it's and honestly um you know we've all been in that mood and when you say something a good person eventually will turn around maybe immediately maybe an hour later maybe a week later maybe even years down the road we'll sit there and think like gosh i was re- i was an asshole god now that that person didn't deserve that maybe they won't think that at all and those are the people that are lost you know uh even if you yourself had said something that wasn't necessarily the nicest thing wasn't necessarily the the most agreeable thing um and you're thinking years down the road like i really wish i could take that back i wish i hadn't have said that or i wish i hadn't have done that whatever it might be you know short of murder obviously you know uh I- i'm talking about more along the lines of like someone was like hey dude look what i look what i did or hey look what and you're like oh that's dumb man who cares you know something simple like that you know something that doesn't involve a felony um you know that person who you said that to to this day probably it doesn't even think about it doesn't even care because they got their own problems right but you're thinking back on it you're beating yourself up about it years later and you're embarrassed because once again you're worried about what that person thinks about you but if you were to find that person you said whatever to and apologize to them yeah it might mean something to them they they they'll most likely accept the apology hey man that that means a lot that's you know, that's nice of you but they weren't thinking about it until you brought it up, right? We all want to look in the past through rose-colored lenses, and we tend to do that, but just by habit. But that being said, you know, people will always judge you at least in the moment. But if you you're you're just gonna drive yourself mad trying to stay out of the controversy and trying to trying to look back on it and and, and avoid all that. You know, I'm not saying go out and just be just be an asshole and and not don't care about the the implications. Or the repercussions of it but when you say that 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 embarrassing thing or just that dumb thing you know don't don't dwell on it you know don't worry about what people are thinking um, you obviously care about people's feelings to a certain extent think about what you're think about how and and what you're saying to these people especially ones that are close to you that you're gonna see on a regular basis um, that's that's what I got right there. So, and I got that. I was watching a Twitch stream this morning, and it was just one of those just chatting Twitch streams, and they covered a lot of good stuff. I feel like I'm getting a lot of good information, good inspiration from these Twitch streams, and it'd be really cool to get some of these streamers on the podcast and see where it goes. So, anyway, we're gonna come back after this message, and uh, we'll continue on to the next segment. Hey everyone, K9 here. So you're probably wondering how I'm able to make these podcasts so easily. Well, with Anchor. It's an app right on my phone, and it's the easiest way to make any podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need with all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast so they sound unique and professional. The best part is, it's all free. Once you're done, they'll distribute your podcast for you among the biggest streaming networks such as Spotify, Google, and iTunes, and many others. And you can even make a little cash with no minimum listenership. Just download Anchor from the App Store or go to anchor.fm to get started. Have fun and thanks for listening. Now back to the show. 
All right, welcome back. Um, so going back into the gaming news, that's what this podcast was originally meant for, right? Uh, in the gaming news, we have been talking about this new MMO that's coming out, and it's been in development for a while. Uh, originally, uh, I'm sure it still is, a lot of it is funded and developed uh, by Amazon. And it's an MMO uh, called a New World. And the release date is supposed to be September sometime, I believe. Um, I got the site pulled up here. I, uh, you know... Like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it's uh, I I don't have a huge I really don't have an idea about what I'm going to talk about when it comes to these podcasts, but I'm pretty good about starting a subject and kind of rambling on about it. And I'm usually worried like, oh God, how am I going to fill 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever uh, of a segment? But then I start talking, and next thing you know, I'm I find myself starting to have to rush in order to get the information out that I want for these segments. So. I'm, I'm fairly confident in my ability to uh, to run with that. So, New World, uh, we were talking about the state of MMOs over the years, and uh, as we know, the still it seems to this day the gold standard for MMOs is World of Warcraft. Um, I grew up playing the Warcraft games uh, and Starcraft. Uh, Starcraft was arguably one of my favorite ones, but. Uh, Warcraft have been going for years and years, and I had friends when I was in high school uh, that were addicted to this game. You know, they didn't do anything. They went to school barely, but when they weren't in school, they they had like a, a small job for a little bit. But even then, they didn't really spend a lot of time on that job. And they eventually they would just go. They would just stay home and play World of Warcraft all day long. And that was where I think the uh, the first concern about video game addiction came from um and really i can see video games themselves becoming an addiction uh and having it actually be an addiction uh and here and here's why before before you burn me at the stake here's why the idea of video games is is escapism uh, uh getting away from reality and finding yourself in uh immersing yourself into a different reality where you don't have those worries of the real world, you know, and you don't have to worry about what's going on there or what happened that day or what's what's happening in the future. And when you can really throw yourself into a game, you you can forget about your responsibilities and 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 your the, those those around you. And that's the idea of a of a of a good immersive game, you know. And it's escapism. And if if used correctly in moderation, obviously, it can be a great tool to help yourself out and as well as those around you. And games themselves are a matter of escapism. And drugs are a matter of escapism. You know, um, I myself have never done any of the heavy drugs. Like, I obviously know psychedelics or anything like that. Um, I mean, I've smoked and, you know, I've, I've drank here and there. And, you know, for a while, I mean, alcohol could be seen as a matter of uh, obviously escapism. You know, you, you, uh, and alcoholism is a very serious problem. A very serious issue in in a lot of people's lives, uh, and that itself is a matter of escapism. You know, you you get drunk to so you don't worry about those things that would otherwise uh, are, would otherwise bother you. Um, the matter of alcoholism that at that point comes down to a matter of chemical dependency, and you literally cannot live without alcohol in your system, which is itself is a very scary situation. Um, I have worked in bars over the years, and I've seen, I've seen people who are alcoholics, people who are out there 
uh, every night of the week. Uh, I'm not I'm, nowadays. I rarely go out, but uh, especially back then, I was you know I, whether it was working security or as a DJ or what have you. I uh, I saw alcoholism. I saw people who were there every every night of the week um, to the point where even in a small town we only have like two taxi service uh, companies and they show up at like one o'clock in the morning uh, every time to pick up this certain individual and the person doesn't have to call him he's just like hey just pick me up at one o'clock in the morning and come in and get me and sure enough at like one o'clock in the morning the taxi driver comes in hey i'm here to pick up so and so let's go come on you know and they've been doing it for so long that it's not like that it's not like the the the, the customer service aspect of it is gone. It's not like the taxi driver, or Uber driver, whatever comes in, or Lyft driver comes in and says, uh, "Hey, I'm looking for so and so," or "Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm 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 your taxi driver," and whatever it might be. It's, "Hey, all right, let's go. Come on, it's time to go." You know, and and it's just that's his that's this guy's routine every night of the week. Ironically, the guy tried running for city council, and I don't know. He was surprised he didn't make it. And I'm like, really? Are you surprised? Those, the only people who know you uh, see you as the person who's drunk at this bar every night of the week. So that obviously is, is scary, and it's an it is an addiction, uh, just like the drugs are an addiction. Um, and once and coming back, it's video games can be an addiction because you can immerse yourself in that virtual world where you are a uh, you know, whether you're a, a mage or a warrior or an archer or whatever it is your character was or is, and you're not, you're, you're, you're forgetting about your responsibilities, you're, you're not doing your chores, you're not eating right, you're not exercising, you're not doing the stuff that keeps you healthy, and you, you spend all day when you're not playing the game, you spend all day thinking about your next step in the game. Uh, and I've been there a couple times, you know, uh, when you find a game that's really immersive, especially nowadays with these MMOs and these online games, it's not like back in the day when you had those RPGs, like the Final Fantasy games, or I remember Legend of Jagoon, um, those games obviously had an end to them, you would eventually beat the game and you'd move on, um, and while you're in the game, you are, you know, when, when you're out doing chores or running your errands, you're thinking about what your next step in the game is. Okay, when I when I get back on the game, uh, I'm gonna make sure I, I maybe I can maybe I can twist my 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 equipment to be more of this way or that way. And you're always thinking about that next step. Um, and then you're just kind of like ignoring the real world around you, and to include your loved ones and your other responsibilities. And that's what's that's what's scary, you know. I've um, like, you know, I can't say that I've had video games ruin relationships or anything like that, but I do find myself where, you know, if I have, you know, I get close to someone and even, I mean, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but I mean, I can, I can tell, I can see the signs if someone's like showing interest or whatever, uh, whether it's a friend or someone kind of new, um, but when I don't make the move, I kind of cope with it by playing video games and convincing myself that, oh, I didn't need that relationship, or I don't, you know, that person doesn't stick around, it is what it is, right? That, and that's not healthy. I know that's not healthy, you know? Um, and I know that in the end, it just doesn't come down to it. But I digress. I mean, I could go on. At that point, that was almost like a continuation of the last segment. Going forward, talking about the new world. Now, this is a game that has been in development for a few years. It was... Um, 
funded and everything by Amazon. And the the issue that comes along when we're thinking about MMOs is the PvP versus PvE aspect of it. Every MMO out there is a PvP based game. And the PvE that's involved with it is just a matter of getting your character that much stronger to be better at PvP. Um, and that is that was a that, that was like the kind of the concern that we that we were having today. You know, there's no legitimate you know, MMORPG, to me, it's a, it's a massively uh, multiplayer online role-playing game. But in all these current MMOs, you're playing, uh, the only role you're playing is just someone who's building up to be stronger to beat the other players. I love the idea of online multiplayer. It's the standard for games nowadays. It's hard to make a game that is not online multiplayer and have it be successful. There's only a handful of games that have done it. Um... One recent one that comes to mind is The Outer Worlds, and it was uh, by Obsidian, and it was a game that they made uh, many, uh, I was worried about it at first, and even when I have heard about it, and when it was coming, when it was still being developed, and before it was released, I was thinking, oh, is there a multiplayer of it, or what does it include, um, and I was pleasantly surprised to find out that the game was actually pretty good. Uh, I I can't say that I was I was I was fully surprised, obviously, because this is the same company that made Fallout New Vegas, and that was that was like a little one-off uh, spin-off of Fallout Three, um, that was made. It wasn't the same developers making or anything like that, but it still had that that Fallout New Vegas like nostalgic feel to it. But it was it was a game that e- to easily fall into, and I was surprised because and at the same time I was worried that there was we weren't gonna be able to have those single-player RPG adventure games like that that was still drawn an audience the for, i mean right now the standard is to make a or to make an rpg an mmo rpg if you if you don't have like this online multiplayer aspect to it then there's no saving it so our hope for this game new world is it is an mmo um some of the things that are coming out with it is uh you know one of the big things they're pushing is, you know, to build, create, craft, all this stuff, and uh, that's that's one of the biggest selling points for it. Uh, there's, it's going to be three different factions. So just like with, just like with almost every uh, A-list uh, or AAA MMO out there, um, you're going to have three major factions, uh, or at least a couple different factions to create that kind of war camaraderie. So when they say this is a PVE-based uh, MMORPG. The fact that they have different factions is already um, forcing that that competitiveness or that PvP competitiveness. And even then, it says, you know, in the description here, you know, within each faction, players can form it or join groups called companies. Uh, your faction choice will determine who you fight with and against in PvP, and can confer benefits if your faction or company controls settlements and territories. So there's still a PvP aspect to it. Um, I don't know. And I, and I really, I highly doubt that there's going to be a very in-depth um, building mechanic with an MMO. It might be a matter of upgrading tiers to like certain defenses. So when another faction does, or another faction or company does come and try to like take over your territory, you'd eventually would have built up like you know level two, or level three, or level four defenses. So it'll take a bit more firepower for them to actually break through those or, or what have you. Um, so even even though some people are hearing that you are uh, 
know, that this is going to be a PvE MMORPG, right in the description alone, it tells you straight up that it's not. Uh, it tells you it's it's going to be, you know, it's going to be areas, uh, settlements, and territories controlled by factions and companies. So, that alone right there kind of throws that idea out the window. Um, of course, you know, once again, you grow, you grow in power, you level up your character, and, and different, there's, there's going to be a hundred different builds and meta, and, and metas out there. Um, there's, obviously, there's lore to it. Uh, so, the island, uh, the island itself, or, or country or continent, if you will, is called a, um, Eternum. And it's, uh, you know, thousands of years, Mysterious Island of Eternum has been the source of a fantastical legends. And now you found it. Shipwrecked with no supplies or allies, you'll need to make your way in, in a dangerous world where the fundamental laws of life and death don't apply. Magic follows through Aeternum. Uh, it, brings, uh, it brings life, miraculous healing, reanimation of the dead, and strange flora with magical properties. It is the same Middle-Earth plus magic formula that 95% of other MMOs out there have. If you play Black Desert... Um, not that I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want to trash on Black Desert because I put a lot of time and, and, and I have, I, I made a, I met a lot of cool people playing that game, but it becomes such a grind. And I talked about in a previous episode, once you get to that max level or the max tier gear, a month later, you have even more grind, which is cool because you don't, you don't want these MMOs or these games that you put all this time, in, especially if you're paying like a monthly subscription, you don't want these games to have an, a real end to them, right? But in the end, you lose that, that real end to it, and all of a sudden it's just the same rotational grind over and over and over. So, so New World tries something different with a little bit of uh, extra aspect to it. So, Forge uh, for materials uh, that will allow you to craft thousands of weapons. So they have, hopefully it's a fairly in-depth crafting system. Uh, to make your own weapons. Black Desert kind of missed the mark on that crafting system, definitely. Uh, it's really hard to have a good, um, an arguably good crafting system in an MMORPG because there's so many different weapons out there. And, you know, a lot, like Black Desert, it's it's a lot of fetch quests in order to unlock these things. And then, you know, they, they hid the actual crafting mechanic you know, underneath in the dark summer, and you had to hire people to 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 run a to run your own blacksmith. You don't actually craft this stuff, and if you played it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, then you have rule the market. Each settlement in Atrium has its own player run market. Uh, so savvy artisans and resource barons can carve out their own niches without the or within the economy. So that's that's kind of cool. So Black Desert also kind of did the same thing. They tried. It's a player ran economy. So if you play on whether you play on Xbox or PC or PlayStation 4, those are three different economies that are ran by the community and the players. Uh, this one, it seems like it would be cool to think that all the weapons and armor and stuff in the game will only be player player made at least. I mean, obviously there's no way to make it a completely custom uh, deal. But it would be really cool to think that none of these weapons will exist in the game on day one, or at least in that server on day one. The only way you're going to get these weapons is by other players actually making these. And you probably make like very basic weapons or have very basic weapons, at least start out. But as you get better at your craft and blacksmithing or fletching or, or whether it's or, or clothing making or hemming or whatever, um, it would be, be nice to think that every piece of armor every weapon every whatever and if it comes down to mounts every mount is either crafted 
or raised or whatever by players. So that being said, in a year's time, I mean, the market would be probably crashed with all this stuff. And let's hope they can keep it going because if that's the case, then it might be really easy to manipulate that market. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I mean, it'd be really, it'd be really cool to think about that. So the next one here, real time action combat, and this is the last one I'm going to touch on real quick. Uh, we'll cover this. We'll cover more of this in a future episode as we get closer to the release date. Uh, real action combat, arm yourself with brutal melee weapons, ranged artillery, uh, and supernatural powers, and uh, jump into New World's classless real time action combat system. So. It'd be cool to think that, like, you know, with a lot of these other MMOs, you have certain classes that you choose, and you're kind of stuck in those classes. So if this comes down to you having your one character, you customize it, build it the way you want, have him, look, have him or her look the way you want, and then you choose your skills as you go along and then eventually kind of morph your character into these certain classes, uh, which opens up the idea of just having metas all over the place. Like, there's... There's no way to build a, a real jack of all trades character, especially if PvP really is going to be uh, an aspect of this game. Um, um, that's at the least. Let's hope that there's a way to avoid the PvP for those who just want to play in the world and enjoy the world itself and the quests and stuff like that. If that's, uh, I'm sure that's going to be a thing. Um, as you progress, you'll be able to determine what you want your gameplay experience to be like. Now. There's most likely, because of this, there's going to be some kind of respec system. And let's hope that it doesn't cost real-world money. Um, obviously, with these MMOs, they're going to they're gonna have to find some way to make money. Uh, microtransactions, I don't even have to bring it up. It's going to be a thing. Microtransactions will always be a thing in MMOs because that's how they keep developing these games. Um, subscriptions... Uh, it doesn't. Uh, I'll, I'll cover that later on. Right now, it's it's up for pre-order. Obviously, um, we've been talking about it with Mafu and the squad, and it. We're those of us who are able to play on PC. We're going to be getting into New World when it comes out. Um, it could be exciting. Uh, it's looking like it's coming out in September, which will be awesome at the very least. I will be uh, out of town from middle. Uh, October for probably at least a couple months uh, and then from that point out I might be gone for over a year at that point but I'll still I still should be able to do this podcast at least um, so we'll see how that goes uh, as far as gaming though hoping to get into this when it releases in September thank you for joining me uh, we will cover more of this as the weeks go on as we build up to the release and hopefully we can uh, have everybody here to be part of the uh, initial play uh, on the stream thankfully it's a lot easier for me to record and stream on computer than it is on xbox so i'll be able to stream a lot easier um and uh, of course mafia will have his stream going as well and we'll all be uh, working together that being said thank you for joining me here let's go have another uh let's have a, another quick little uh, uh little message here and uh yeah we'll be right back Okay, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for joining me today on K9 Party and Friends. It's, uh, like, uh, like I said, I, I'm luckily I was able to just find a subject and ramble on about it. And even that second segment right there, it was, I broke over the 15 minutes because uh, I, I wanted to get some stuff out. We will cover more of the new world 
coming out in September. Uh, there's a lot of information there that we still can cover, and hopefully we will have plenty of uh, plenty of content to build up to the release itself. If you like what you heard, please support the channel. Uh, share it with your friends and family. Subscribe. Uh, we're available on six different platforms right now to include uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Radio Public. Um, so it's exciting how fast the channel is growing. Um, just in that, just as far as like how widespread it is, uh, it is. I think we're going to be good about staying on schedule with these nowadays, and it's. Uh, I, I, you can expect an episode at this point. At least every Wednesday, uh, I'll try to get a new episode out um, by 8 p.m. every Wednesday, uh, General Mountain Time, and yeah, that'll that'll do it there. So if you know anybody who wants to be try to be involved with the podcast, maybe they're a, a Twitch streamer or a, a content creator for YouTube or maybe another podcaster uh, or someone who who just wants to share uh, their thoughts on the gaming community and some gaming news or uh, with the new direction that our chant that the podcast itself is going. It could be someone who has some life lessons or some or wants to share their story or wants to talk about some things that they've learned through life that they feel like is uh, could help out the community and help out those who uh, well you get the get the word out you know and, and could definitely uh, add some more add some more um, you know inspiration or or just just something out there that might help someone out. So if you know anybody like that, please send them my way. If you are someone like that, please definitely reach out to me. Um, share and and like the podcast if you want to support it great that is that is greatly appreciated it it only helps us out even more um and that's uh that's pretty much it so we'll see you all next week